This is Theoretical Thrills, the podcast where three hosts pitch original theoretical rides and attractions based on things they don't own. A special guest judge awards bronze, silver, or gold based on three separate categories, most creative, most practical, and guest's favorite. With bragging rights on the line, the hosts will try to pick each other's ideas apart through gentle ribbing. So sit back, relax, and stand clear of the moving doors as we present Theoretical Thrills. Theoretical Thrills. The theory of the thrill. Oh, boy! In three, two, fun! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Theoretical Thrills. I'm your host, Oliver. I'm Brad. And I'm Spencer. And we're joined for a very special episode by Bradley Pierce for our Jumanji episode. That's right, the movie came out in 1995 and was such an impactful film. And we're so excited to have you here with us to be judging this week's Jumanji show. So, Bradley, how, how are you? How are things going? Well, um, pleasure to be here. Love, uh, love the idea of this. So I'm excited. Um, <laughs> things are going okay. I mean, it's... Uh, it's COVID times, so everything's kind of a dumpster fire, but making the best of it. Excellent. And that's and that's all we can ask for. We started a podcast thanks to that dumpster fire. So here we are right now. Now, let's talk about Jumanji. This is uh, one of the most impactful films to anyone who grew up in the 90s, but moreover, just a classic film. Uh, what was it like getting to be a part of that world? What, what is it like to look back on that as that sort of experience? Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's one of those things that I didn't realize how much of a lasting effect it would have at the time. Um, but it's, you know, it's allowed me to do all kinds of amazing things and meet all kinds of amazing people. Not just the experience of the actual production, but since then, it's opened all kinds of amazing doors for me. Um, and it's just been fantastic. Uh, it, I've got a few, you know, Everybody has those moments in their childhood or in their life that they will always look back on fondly. Mine happens to be looked back on fondly by a lot of people instead of just me. So it's uh, it's definitely an honor to be part of that. Well, that's awesome. Like that's such a such an amazing outlook, especially and you play Peter in the in the movie, and that's that's such a, an impactful role because you get most of the people that were watching the movie were that age and they saw themselves in that character. So we have that. Now let's talk about theme parks because that's what this show's about. What is your relationship with theme parks? What, what are your, what might be your favorite ride? Um, well, my relationship with theme parks is I think deeper than a lot of people's. Um, I have been a season pass or annual pass holder to all of the local theme parks at one point or another. Um, so I was a pass holder at Magic Mountain for almost 10 years. I was a pass holder at Disney for almost 20. I was a pass holder at um, uh, Knott's for two years. Um, so, I mean, I have, I have run the gambit as far as those amusement parks go. Um, I hold the record for most consecutive rides of the Jurassic Park ride in one day. Um, wow. 58. Ah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I broke that record uh, because I knew all of the ops people. And the previous record was, I think, 39 or 40. And it was somebody who just stayed in the boat the whole time. Yeah. yeah I I'm got try, out. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of how you can do that faster. Get out and unload. Run to the car, to the loading For section. A car. 
get in to an open seat that was held for you, go on again, and because it saves you two minutes every time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I have that. Um, I've worked <laughs> at I've worked at theme parks. Um, I worked at Universal Studios as a monster um, from 2006 to 2013, every Halloween. Nice. Um, also, the Queen Mary. I've done a few years there, and I did a year at Knott's. So I've worked theme parks. I have attended theme parks, and in general, love amusement park rides. Um, and wow, uh, my so, favorite, you, so you are a qualified judge. Of I, I, both I'm, I'm ready. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know. We didn't even know what you were getting into. No, but, that's, um, that's it. We bought a ticket and we went there. Yeah, we're gonna. It's it's, a, it's an e ticket too, so we'll be just yes, fine. Exactly. Oh, an e ticket reference. The first five minutes. Yes, this is gonna be fun. All right. So, um, Favorite ride was your last question. Um, yes. My my favorite ride and the one that speaks to me most is probably Haunted Mansion. It's not necessarily okay. the most exciting or, you know, my favorite ride experience, but because it's got so much nostalgia for me and because it is just a beautifully put together experience, um, that's probably my favorite attraction or ride that I've Wow, so we got to keep that in mind because this week we're going to be pitching to you in this order. First, we got Brad, followed by me, and then Spencer. Now, here's how this is going to work. You're going to be judging on three categories, and those three categories are Spencer. The three categories are creativity, which is anything that feels like it's a creative idea, something that maybe is unique to theme parks or Jumanji. Uh, Practicality, which is something that feels like it fits in a theme park uh, pre-COVID, of course, or uh, once the return from COVID happens. And guest favorite, which Bradley, those are literally whatever tickles your funny bone, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you laugh, makes you cry, makes you go, huh? Whatever it is to you, those are your favorites. Okay. And here's what's on the line. You see, at the end of this season, all the points are going to be tabulated together, and the loser will have to suffer a punishment. Last season's loser was Spencer, and he had to drive all the way down to Disneyland, touch the first gate, and then drive home. Act like this it's a punishment. Season, yeah, it was it was a heck of a punishment. And he couldn't even and, stay to like go to downtown Disney. And you had to do it down. at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon or something, right? So he's in rush hour both ways? It was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, like a lunch. it was a fun thing to watch. It was a lunch rush. Gotcha. <laughs> But uh, this season, we are playing for a uniquely horrendous type of thing, which is you're going to have to listen to, from dusk till dawn, the electrical light parade on repeat is what's going to happen to the person who's going to lose. Now, my assumption is that person will be driven mad by hour three, but we'll see how it goes. That's water torture for sure. That's uh -huh. absolutely uh, madness. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fun test for Spencer. Yeah, it'll well, be great. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I think we do. I don't with think that we do. In mind, I think we should jump right into it. So, Brad, are you ready? Oh, yes. well, I'm always ready. Oh, Bradley, me, are no. you ready? I am. Yes. Sorry. Oh. Fantastic. Brad, Take Bradley. Okay. Well, it's time for my three pitches. Bradley, first off, wonderful name. Wonderful name. Oh, oh boy. great name. Oh. I know yeah. it's a nice strong name. Uh, so I get you already there. Now, I've got three attractions for you. Um, my first attraction is one that's going to uh, – Jumanji, big part of my childhood. Uh, let's see, 95, so I was nine when it came out. Um, it uh, Great movie, great movie. Um, and I've loved it to the point that even the newer ones I've also enjoyed because they pay respect to it while adding their own little twist of things. Uh, it's still never going to beat the classic, 
I mean, let's be honest. There's no ride. He's just going to talk about the movie. <laughs> but my first Jumanji. ride is called Race to the Temple. I'm going to mix aspects of Jumanji, um, the uh, original, with some of the aspects of the newer movies, uh, sort of the what happened to Alan Parrish when he went into the board game. Um so you're going to start off, it's uh, the whole setting of my area is the uh, parish house is going to be the queue line going through uh, the the house. Um, you'll get sucked in to the Jumanji game. Uh, and what this is, you'll, start, you'll, get, you'll sort of go through a portal type deal into the Jumanji game. Um, this is all design looking thing to get you onto the raft. Uh, you are boarding a river raft ride um, in the jungle. So essentially you'll be you'll go through this portal into the the game it'll probably it'll be an entrance a sort of transition entrance similar to um like they do at uh the new star wars ride or if you want to go classic haunted mansion where they have you in that room two stage and it, it sort of empties out yes so it's a two-stage queue there's that sort of intermediate uh show type deal and then that, that'll put you into the jungle where you where you will board a river raft so it's going to be a river raft ride through the jungles of Jumanji. Um, the key thing here is you're going to, uh, in the movie, uh, the newer movie, uh, the very first one, they had to take this gem back to this temple. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of an aspect of that. We're going to take a river rapids through to get to this temple. Now, once you get to the temple, you're going to enter into the temple, and we're going to use a mechanic uh, that Infinity Falls from SeaWorld uses, which is a essentially a water elevator. It, I mean, it's an elevator for the raft. So what it's going to do is your raft docks, and it'll raise you all the way up to the temple top. At the temple top, you'll be able to see around the area, around the park and everything. We'll see the, the gem at the top. You'll hear uh, Jumanji, and then the raft will tip, and you'll go weaving around like a roller coaster down the temple uh, as you race to get out of the jungle, out of Jumanji, and you're sucked back out of the board game, essentially. So it's a water oh. rapid ride, a river rapid ride um, through the jungles of Jumanji, and then that brings you back to the uh, parish house. So that is my first attraction. Any questions on that? I know my wording is everywhere it's everywhere and nowhere <laughs> i have i have none it's I a solid either. pitch it's a, it's a river ride with a water elevator it's it's definitely gonna be one that you're gonna have to worry about sound bleed but it's it's oh, solid there's gonna be sound bleed problems everywhere yeah and um it, it sounds definitely like uh you'd have some issues in the queue with regards to separating the visual of the Paris house, parish house from the visual of what I'm assuming is going to be a very large temple. Yeah, it, it would, it would, it would have to be you you essentially go into uh, a room. That's the parish house um, that the doors would be closed to cut off the queue, like the line. So we have a certain amount of people. You have this transition scene like you would at Haunted Mansion or, um, with the Star Wars ride or anything like that. And then the doors on the opposite side would open up. Um, or like Tower of Terror also does it. Uh, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy does yeah, it's it. A, it's a very Disney thing where you've got the pre-show. Yeah, show. yeah. so this would, be a, this would be a very pre-show thing. Um, 
I would ha essentially uh, quite a few of my uh, it would it would have to be that. So would my second ride, which if you're ready, I will present my second attraction. Now, my second attraction is Bradley. Uh, you said that you were a fan of Haunted Mansion, which Haunted Mansion is a very well known, very uh, standard for uh, a dark ride. Uh, which is great because I am also going to create a dark ride. Uh, however, um, I'm going to use uh, the, some of the newer technology that has come out, and that is we're going to have a trackless dark ride. Um, it allows for more uh, movement, more control. We can have multiple pods sort of doing things. Um, what this is going to be, the entrance is going to be at the backyard of the parish house. Yes, my ride, my des design of the park is going to try and make you feel like you're at some point always going around the parish house or within the parish house um, with the rides sort of having ways to push out of it. So our load in our load in areas all around the parish house and then the rides the the majority of the ride track will be outside of that boundaries, uh, if that makes any sense. Um, so what it's going to be is you're going to be chased by the hunter. Um, and you're, so you're going to be chased. Who's, who's name? Reginald. Oh, swing and a miss, but go on. Uh, the Hunter. I guess I could have looked up his name. Go Van on, Pell. That's okay. what I said. Pelt's Reginald Van Pell. I feel like it's better to say the Hunter than Reginald, because if you just said Reginald, I feel like you'd have to explain who Reginald you're, is. You're chased around by a, an 1880s British man. Yes. Well, who has nothing to do with the plot. Well, there's, there's a standing fan theory that might fit into this. Um, that the Hunter is the embodiment of whatever the hunted fears mm -hmm. that, that's why the hunter was his father and his uh. old, and his old point of view and that you know that's why van pelt was his father so whoever the hunter is could be different in your ride it could still can be in canon so see the hunter. giving you credit for reginald is what i'm doing here. <laughs> thank you is Reginald the Hunter. Uh, so you're being chased by the Hunter. Um, it's going to, the big thing is you're going to sort of go through the beginning parts of the town where we might see uh, some of the animals that have been set loose as our ride vehicle is going through the town for you to ultimately end up in the mall being chased. Um, so it's through the sort of shopping, the store. Um, and this would allow us to be able to have multiple cars sort of weaving in and out of the uh maybe the clothing aisle or the toy aisle and stuff like that as random things seem to uh, explode or, you know, stage explode um, as if the, the hunter is firing at you. So you'll be dodging behind corners and, and stuff like that to eventually escape back to the parish house uh, where we will see the, uh, we'll enter sort of in through the basement. We'll get down into the basement. We'll see these dice coming down the uh, the stairways, and then we'll hear Jumanji, smoke effect, and then you're back into the uh, exit, the loadout. Okay, solid. Solid second ride. It's, it's, it's nice that you're just able to take a nice, like, large paintbrush and do the whole plot in one ride. Uh, not the whole plot. I think the idea that there would be different... Um different ride experiences depending on which car you're in and where you get weaved to when you're being chased could be really interesting too um, yeah i'm I, I was very excited about it uh it it was based off rides that i've never actually ridden 
uh, the style of rides like uh, the that Rise of the Resistance. Anybody read that one? Mm-hmm. I still haven't. Not I've yet. been to the new Star Wars. It's amazing. Galaxy's Edge once. I went once on a preview, and it was before uh, Rise was before open. Before they finished it. And then Rise it opened. It took them a minute. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wait until the crowd dies down a little bit. And then the world ended. And, and then somebody lit the dumpster on fire, mm-hmm. and here we are. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's uh, it's fun anyway. All right, so those are our first two rides. Now, Brad, you got one more I got more one more attraction, and this is All probably right. my boldest attraction. Um, we love bold here on this show. I'm going to be honest. Boldness the first two, is often rewarded. The first two are based around ideas that already exist. The third one's taking an idea that exists and seeing if we can go crazy with it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, my attraction is none other than the parish house itself intriguing i know uh (laughs) the parish house so uh what i mean by this is i'm going to have uh the parish house itself is going to be an interactive exhibit um throughout the uh, entire parish house uh whether you're in the queue uh looking off into other side rooms maybe around the backyard um there is going to be interactive uh, things that you can mess with uh, using uh, our, we're going to be using a phone app and QR codes um, to essentially allow you to play the game of Jumanji. Now, what will happen is you'll go uh, to different areas. You can use a QR code, go ahead and roll the dice on your app, and then something might happen. Um, What this means is that uh, I want to see the house gradually change throughout the hour, so that vines might start growing. And with each person that plays, they might grow a little bit more, a little bit more, or you might see a little bit of dripping of water. And then it might be as, as more and more people play, it becomes a rainfall of water in one room. So you can sort of just see into this room and there's just rain falling. Um, I want the house to slowly be taken over by Jumanji. Uh, and then the, what makes this fun and reusable and doable and stuff like that is every hour, You'll hear Jumanji shouted throughout the house and everything will reset back to how it was pre Jumanji craziness. Uh, So I wanted a way so that you could feel like the house is slowly being taken over by Jumanji and then it's just reset. Um, I figured about an hour because the time frame would depend on how how many of these interactivity things you could have in it. But I figured an hour is a good amount so that if you're in the queue, you get the chance to see it the start of it see it progressing and you get to see the end uh within your time being in this section of the park um it it happens often enough that whether you're so that way if you're on a ride and you happen to miss it you'll definitely be able to see it the next time you come back from your ride so that is my three pitches not bad not bad at all i think the, the biggest issue with that, the third pitch, the most recent one, is going to be throughput. Because you're going to have people that are just going to want to sit there and watch mm-hmm. the show over and over and over. So you're going to have to figure out how, how and when you would maybe clear the space um, and how to just keep flow going through it. Um, uh, people with spray bottles and tasers. Oh, boy. All right. Move I'm along. In. I'm in. Move along. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a bad. No. Um, you, you do it simply, once and you move along. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are ways to do it. You can have it so that you can only activate each thing one time per yeah. 
per yeah. phone user or whatever. Yeah, that I would make that 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 would be a good fix to it. It's just limit how you can how often. Or you, you can do what Barnum did with the Great American Museum and just put to the egress, assuming people don't know what egress means, and when they go out the door, it closes behind them. Yeah. Everybody or, wants to see an egress. or I could put to the egrets and have birds on the other side. Okay, of the door. moving on to my pitches. <laughs> well, Jumanji will occurs. Oh boy! Oh, oh dear, Spencer. I had to get good. it in there. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a choice. Okay, you're you're, you're better oh, we're, than that. We were here as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, let's jump yeah. into my pitches, shall we? Yes. So these are my pitches for Jumanji, and while I appreciate Brad's pitches, they were great. Borderline fantastic. I'm going to go in a slightly different direction. Now, <laughs> our rides are going to sound a little similar off the top, but I want to be clever, uh, clear that... You want to be clever? Right, clever. Uh, <laughs> clever, clever and clear. Cl clever and clear that this ride is a different version of this. Now, what I would like to do is use an optical illusion for our cue. And basically what will happen is people will line up at the parish house. Going through the parish house will be a winding queue as they go up towards the attic. This house will be mostly covered up, but fully intact. The idea being that this house has been abandoned and the shepherd kids are moving in. When you get up to the attic, you'll then approach a giant board. The board itself will be in the center of the area and you will roll the dice and through the attic wall will separate to lead you to your ride car. The ride cars are going to be shaped like the totems on the actual board from Jumanji. This ride will then take you through what is seemingly the same exact building that the ride queue just went through, but it's actually a secondary show building that's behind it. This house has been affected by the Jumanji game itself. So as this car winds and weaves its way through, almost to the level of the, the thrill you would have off of a, a quick roller coaster, You'll be winding through the parish house as the house comes alive, seemingly not realizing that you're in a separate building. Basically, we're going to make sure that you're going down the same exact path. So you'll see the monkeys in the kitchen. You'll see all the different parts that are coming through. You'll have the bats coming through, and it'll take you all through it into the library where you will have them help blow through the doors. We'll have it continue to play through as you get to the final climatic moment, which will be a water-filled main hallway. The water-filled main hallway will then take you through the center aisle as Robin Williams' character reaches down below and tries to grab hold and bring you up there. We'll have different animatronic characters as they go through. But you'll just narrowly miss the crocodile before entering the Black Path and then getting out in the affected house. So you're being dumped out into the ruined side of the house. As you leave through the exit, you'll see the ride behind you, but you'll see, moreover, the affected house itself. So it's the idea that you get to walk the path and then you end up going through the whole adventure. So that is my first ride. So, yes, Brad. So <laughs> so what you're saying, let me get this mm -hmm. straight. First off, someone's going to roll dice at the beginning. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Or everybody's going to roll dice. One person. person the, Does it person matter what a. they roll? No. Because it'd be like awkward snake eyes um we, we can load the dice with magnets That's but part of the whole more thing importantly of more importantly why are you having them exit through the ruined house you've you've had them go through the entire movie fair it would be and then the board game. cut off the ending of the movie yeah the goal would be to get them to the end of it i now see the point and the difficulty with it though there's no happy ending to your ride no 
as usual. <laughs> I think um, I eh? think that having them eh? exit through the through the damaged house is uh, problematic. Okay, but uh, I, I understand where you're going conceptually with it. I think ending with a Jumanji type thing and everything goes back and suddenly the house is back to normal would be a uh, stronger finish. I like the totems. That's cool. Um, I like the uh, repeat factor. You're going through the walk-in and then all of a sudden there's the uh, you're going through the same thing. Almost like uh, the Millennium Falcon experience at yes. the um, you think where everybody feels like they're getting onto the same Falcon in the same mm-hmm. cockpit, but, but it's because just of the way it's set up, side. yeah, yeah, it's uh, and that's brilliant. That uh, also works for your, you know, the attic space could be the same as that Millennium Falcon chess room. You're, it's literally just turning you around without you realizing it. Yeah, I dig that. Um, there's some good concepts there. Yeah, I, I, I just think, I just think you need to fix that ending. I'm just going to have the track end and they'll shoot out into the courtyard. This is what happens in Jumanji if they hadn't succeeded in beating Jumanji. If you don't finish the game, this (laughs) is Look at the ruins. Well, this is terrible. Well, speaking of a little darker tone, a lot of people, when they assume Jumanji, they think of the movies. Now, I, being a kid who grew up in the 90s, learned about a little network called UPN. And on UPN was a certain cartoon. And in my opinion, a show that runs for multiple years should also be addressed with a dark ride. In my version of the Jumanji dark ride, this will be themed after the cartoon verse of Jumanji. Set with a little bit of a darker tone, you're swept into the jungle itself, outrunning panthers, waterfalls, and scary doom pits. This dark ride will have the same feel and tone to Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, but applied with the animation style and feel of the Jumanji universe. So this version of the Jumanji Dark Ride will have you spinning through the jungle, narrowly missing terrible feats of death, and then being spilled out, being spit out back into the lobby, out of the game. So that is my version of the Dark Ride of Jumanji. Yes, Brad, you seem like you're about to explode. No, I mean... I it's mean, okay I get, to be jealous. It's okay to be jealous. I it, It's more, I, we did say Jumanji, and it feels like you just found the loophole in in Jumanji to add correct. the TV show. That is correct. But then you're very vague on this TV show. Oh, absolutely, as was the TV show. If you watched it as far as, like, setting up rules or them outrunning Ben Pelt or uh, the sort of adventures that they go on, it's a little bit more tonally set to... Well, it's the same people that made the Men in Black cartoons, so they really didn't have a through line. It had a similar up. feel to um, a lot of what Klasky Chupo did. Like, um, yeah, it's Wild mm. Thornberries esque in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Got that same kind mm-hmm. of amorphic. Each each episode is clearly completely disconnected from the rest of the universe, other than by title. Right, mm. but disconnected so, from the universe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Disconnected people from the have, have accused me of that for years. Yeah, so not canon. No, that's cool. Well, okay. it, it is. Still, it, was, it, it was signed off on by all of the people who needed to sign off on it. Dang it. So, all right, it so is, canon but disconnected. Universe, but yeah. And finally, we come to my third attraction. Now, my third attraction 
while I understand Jumanji has now taken on a life of its own to live inside of a new version of the franchise, I think that's super great. However, I think instead of focusing on that version and finding a way to pay tribute to it at the same time, I need a ride area or something that I could go to that would be less high energy, something that a lot of people can enjoy at, a, at the same time. And what I think of is a good old fashioned arcade. Except the way that we're going to be building this arcade is we're going to be taking a different spin on it. Now, in the newer Jumanji universe, a lot of it's being sucked into a video game. The tone and feel of the different things that happen in it are set to the classical video games that you grew up with. Now, what we're going to do is take that same exact idea, but turn this arcade into sort of an obstacle course type thing. You can have build-outs of these different games, sort of like uh, the innovations setup that they had where they were like it would be a it would be a arcade game plus like you could kick a ball into the wall and the ball would continue so we would have a bunch of different games that are ar laid on games that would be jungle themed that are set around the new uh new movies so each character from the new movies would have their own different game you'd have the rocks character being a game of smoldering to like block off enemies you could have a character that runs really fast you could have one that is allergic to cake it's up to you, but the different rides that we would have, rides, they would be arcade games, basically. So we'd have this fun, interactive arcade that people could go to at a premium to play these games that allows us to bring in some extra money into the park that allows for a unique experience that's a plus. Now, you know it's not going to be me unless I'm going to add a pay-for option, and I think that's where I think I want it to be. In the yeah, or a death trap. Arcade. Yes. Look, you're either going to pay for it or you're going to get a pay for it in the end. So it's it's one of the two of them, but a that's Jumanji my idea. Themed midway is what I'm yes, hearing. that's practically but, what it is. But what's this about a an obstacle course? Each ride feels like a different thing that you would be doing. So the game itself, like each each miniature arcade game, feels sort of like something you would in, encounter in an obstacle course. It's like a simple task based game. What escape so, is is it, a feel here? It's a it's a game, but the game is like so, oh you're climbing the ropes, but you're climbing the ropes with the controller, or the so, buttons, or, or it's a never ending wall that keeps you can keep climbing to get up to the first thing first, and then it ends like the, the arcade game version of uh, rock climbs, or another one's a rope swing thing where you're swinging from platform to platform. This doesn't sound like button. an arcade. No, it's, it's like a, a VR arcade. That's why it's an AR arcade. You're interactive with these different like attractions. It's like Disney Quest if Disney Quest was themed to Jumanji. Pretty much, and still open. I think yeah. there's a lot of possibility in augmented reality. I think mm-hmm. I think I, that that's a, like the yeah. California Science Center is great, but arguably the most fun you could have in that entire building is up on the third floor at the like the arcade game where you can kick the ball and like you do, do those different things. It's the idea of adding. You are the objects that are playing the game, but there's still an arcade game-based idea. The bike is the most terrifying I'm going to call you out on that. I think the most exciting thing is that touch tank where you can touch all the different fish and stuff. And the... Yeah, it's gone, bud. And the uh, oh, what about the space shuttle? That's there. That, whole that space shuttle is still there, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, but the idea yeah, is never that we would have an, uh, an AR midway themed around the, Juma- the newer Jumanji universe. I think an AR Midway makes better sense describing it like that rather than an AR Arcade. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm aware. Because when I think Arcade, but, I think like an Arcade 
cabinet. Like Pac-Man. Like an actual video game with controls. Six buttons and a joystick kind of vibe. Yeah. 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 Or even or even if it's just a, a fancied up version of a PlayStation or Xbox, like that would be more arcade because it's I the whole thing and is centered around a video whereas game. Whereas yours yours is more yours is more game. much more interactive. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's an I attraction. Think, like a midway. I think something you're gonna run into though, uh as as a potential issue is disability access. You have to make sure that everything has functionality. For example, the the rope climbing or rock climbing thing. How would someone in a wheelchair participate, or would it be something? I have an answer to that. It's a fix, okay. but it's 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 definitely an answer. It's the idea of having a split belt that you can unlock and have it come across so they can climb this way while still in the chair and still have that availability to have accessibility. That the idea of making them each one accessible is not difficult for me that's something that i enjoy doing but it's I, I hear what you're saying on the idea of like having designed those little arcade games around a commonality that is something that can be enjoyed by everyone yeah it's um low impact I, options interest it's a great concept but i feel like there's um there would be a lot of obstacles on that one i think mm-hmm. i think the other like the the biggest thing you're you're overlooking is uh, Disney Quest no longer exists, right? Do you know right. why so it no we're, longer exists? a prime option now. You know why it no longer exists? Because people suck. Because because <laughs> technology outgrew it, mm-hmm. and they couldn't keep up with the times. So all it takes is a year, two years, and your park is behind in technology. So you have to constantly be updating it, as opposed to your other two. You mean you mean out of the thing that has a constant new episodes like they have constant new movies coming out of that same thing that you could easily update it with but uh i'm technology wise update the technology not not the theme you could not the interface the 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 technology the technology itself would need to be constantly updated so the upkeep on that is just gonna you're constantly have to reinvest into this entire project every single year or two years that's true as opposed to your other two tractions which yeah, you have maintenance upkeep, but as long as you built them okay, then. <laughs> but it's also the only idea that is theoretically bringing in money directly, as opposed to strictly through whatever ticket through sales. Ticket sales. Have so, the improvements in technology could be self-funded. As long as you don't overdo it. Me? Overdo it? That doesn't I rest sound my right. Case. I rest my case. I'm wearing a Rugrats right. Hanukkah episode shirt. Like, I, I, I get it. It happens. <laughs> Anything else? So those are my three rides. Brad, Bradley, do you have any other questions? Um, this is more of a, a general question. What were you thinking? When, no. when, I'm, when I'm giving opinions and judging for points, are we attra- is that vote based on specific attractions or based on your idea of a themic uh area because it seems like at, at least for you two and i'm assuming spencer as well um have sort of laid assume. out a, an area like this is jumanji land this is yeah so, so multiple so attractions you're, within you're, one you're area. awarding the points to the attractions themselves okay theming and stuff like that like decoration and that sort of things are, are part of the land but unless it's specific to the ride itself or or, or stated otherwise you're giving the awards to the attractions. So we're each pitching you three attractions. 
Okay. Because just between these two, there's um, a little bit more cohesiveness, I feel, in Brad's concepts versus yours, Oliver, right now. Mm -hmm. So if it were on a land, I think he would get... You know, guest favorite, if you want to do it based on a land for guest favorite, you go ahead and do it based on a land. I'm not going to stop you. That is a very fair point, Bradley. And (laughs) and I'll keep that in mind in the future. Uh, All right. Touche. Spencer. Well, if we're talking about cohesive, let's let's, get less cohesive here. You want to talk about something Uh, that's a loose bale of ideas. Uh, Spencer, go ahead. (laughs) So my first pitch is called Jumanji, a jungle adventure. I'm going to like already out. I'm going to like really make it like exciting. Uh, It's a dark ride roller coaster hybrid similar to Indiana Jones, France and Revenge of the Mummy or Indiana Jones Disneyland meets Rock and Roller Coaster, but the cars swing back and forth along the track uh, a little bit. I'm like sorry, you mean Euro Disney's Indiana Jones, right? Yes, the one that's in France. Copy. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the color palette is earth tones, green, brown, dark, yellow, gray, maple, you know, like jungle vibes. Uh, track is green and looks like vines. Uh, rope bridges hanging props are made to look like jungle vines. So here's the ride. Part one, a dark ride tour through scenes from the original Jumanji, but the track is laid out like a board game. So you're shuffling around the board and encountering different scenes from the movie. Part two, the guests arrive at a movie screen that shows the scene in Welcome to the Jungle, where Spencer, like, you know, my name, but the character, gets sucked into the video game, and the screen then opens, kind of like how Great Movie Ride used to do it, uh, sucking guests in and thrusting them forward full throttle, all our Revenge of the Mummy, your souls belong to me, hovering and shifting as you go through. Part three, you travel quickly through the jungle scenes of the new movie, mixed with some projections and animatronics as you glide in a darkened indoor coaster, a little bit brighter than Revenge of the Mummy, but a bit darker than the indie ride at Disneyland. Uh, part four, whirlwind effects with gray water-based smoke, ca- car spin like tilt-a-whirl with some 3D projections, and you return back to the dark ride track. Part five, the ride finishes up with a dip back into the original Jumanji franchise with a couple scenes from the original Jumanji before hearing, well, a little rain never hurt anybody before the cars return to the station through an open door effect. Oh, that's where the all the great movie ride is. That's the first ride. That's the oh, first attraction. Oh, oh. Hold on, 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 this is a roller coaster. It's a, it's a dark ride roller coaster hybrid, so the first part is dark ride, and then you get roller coaster, and then you end with dark How are you transitioning between these things? Uh, yeah, there's a, so, you know, like, in Great Movie Ride, how there's, like, you, you, like, are, you, like, are on the, you go up to the track, and there's, like, a screen, and then the screen opens, and you go through it. Yes, essentially, I'm not talking about how you transition scenes. I'm asking how do you transition from a dark ride track there you go. to a roller coaster track um, to you... a spinning car. No, okay, 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 okay. You know, like, Revenge of the Mummy, the same track for the dark ride portion of it, and then it it's goes into the roller coaster. coaster. Yeah, but it's like it's like a slow part at the beginning. It's a dark ride at the beginning. That's that's what I mean by that. Is it's like, wh- like if Revenge of the Mummy had a Jumanji theme, that's pretty much what we're going. So, here. but so, I just have this so idea it's just of a like roller coaster. It's a roller coaster, it's an indoor with, roller coaster. Yes, Don't call it a dark ride. But I, there I is a dark ride element. Bradley is sitting there going like, I, I have so many. I have things to say. There's but a, I, there's I, a dark ride I, element, it, but but the the big thing is like I have this. I it's like. You know, like the discos, uh, those rides where they go up and down like this on the track and they kind of shift a little bit. So when you get to the the, the cars themselves, the 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 ride cars, like kind of, you know, move a little back. They slide a little bit. Not crazy, but like, you know, it's on like it's like a, 
What like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like um, there's like swinging safaris. Another one where the the cars, it's like bucket seats, I'm, like I'm bucket gonna, seats. Gonna, so this is a hanging roller coaster. Spend, spend yeah, you're, well, yeah, you're like in bucket seats. Bradley, do you have any questions? <laughs> um, I actually, I I think I know where he's going with this hybrid concept. I don't Mind know telling us? I don't know if the phrasing is right, but. Basically, you're using a roller coaster track the entire time. You're using it with um, onboard vehicle driven, not gravity driven for most of the track. Mm -hmm. And then you go into a traditional roller coaster. It sounds almost like you're thinking of using like linear magnets or something to boost into the roller coaster part of things. Conceptually, I think it's kind of cool um definitely got some technical challenges though mm -hmm. making a vehicle driven uh portion work you, de you definitely solve you're, you're giving them a lot of credit and like i hear what i hear what your brain does and the idea of having them switch to a linear magnet system would work if he had thought that through if I knew what a linear magnet system was, that <laughs> was would be awesome. Say, it's a brilliant okay. solution to what to what you said to make his ride very cool. Except he doesn't that's what know I was, how to do that. That's what I was going for. It's a linear magnet now, system. Oh like, no! What you described. <laughs> it's almost more like it's almost more like ET meets Revenge of the Mummy. That's not linear magnets. So so it's an ET no, no, like I know. ride meets. So you're it's so a hanging track. Well, you're in bucket seats, kind of. Sort I'm calling of. it bucket seats. You're, you're you know, like, e well, ET was technically a roller coaster, not a dark yeah. ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but it functioned like a dark ride. Mm. So, Spencer, that's conceptually your dark ride element would be something like ET. Correct. Correct. And then you're going into the more roller coaster vibe. Which I was confused when you were using Indiana Jones as a point of reference. Yeah, yeah. I was too. And then I realized I, I'm just talking about, I'm thinking of like dark ride elements that have like some kind of thrill to them. But I guess more, it would be more appropriate to use ET versus uh, a, a car ride. Um, I think something we're glossing over to here is after this roller coaster portion, you mentioned a spinning portion. Yeah, that, that should have been taken out of this pitch. That's, that's, that doesn't exist. No, I didn't say that. It, you pitched it. You I didn't. I didn't put that in there. You, like well, a spinning element. You pitched it, and even added a step after that part. <laughs> yeah, I said I can't just suddenly the, remove it from the, your pitch. It was. It was a. It's like a. It's a whirlwind effect. So you know the the seats are shifting. Oh, so it's more it. of like a seat <laughs> shift as opposed to a spin. How do you think mechanics work? I don't think. <laughs> Spencer's pitch is an engineering nightmare. Yeah, I, I want to be. The but the art director would love you. See, there's a lot of creative elements to this for oh, sure. No, I, I, the creative and lunacy are two different things. <laughs> At least I didn't uh, pitch a death trap. Well, in a sentence. I, I mean, sure. <laughs> I was uh, told. That at the begin at the beginning of this, that I'm going off what is actually said in the first pitch, not what I am assuming, mm -hmm. and also that I'm giving points for creativity mm -hmm. as well as practicality, mm -hmm. so, which they don't have to be together. So you know, so, it's so still creative. I'm, I'm weighing your pitch under <laughs> under the 
um, judgment rules I have been given. Yes, well, I appreciate your I appreciate your consideration in the creativity and guest favorite categories. Uh, thank you very much. Pitch? Uh, yes, oh, no, second pitch. <laughs> That's his first pitch. Oh. It had five steps. They they get better. Um, all right, attraction number two is uh jumanji saving peter that's what it's called um i don't really have a great title for it but that's what it's called so this is a a theater attraction that's similar to extraterrestrial alien encounter or stitch's (laughs) great escape um wait bear with me this is this will get there uh it's got projections screens animatronics um guests are uh strapped into their mobile i don't know why i wrote mobile um they're in their stationary seats uh think like kung fu panda or like extraterrestrial alien encounter. Why are they strapped into stationary which, seats? Which resemble the flower pods, because it's not a ride, it's an attraction, which resemble the flower pods. As the show begins, you hear Alan say, definitely stay away from the pods, the big yellow ones. Suddenly the lights go out, the seats drop, and you are the POV, POV of Peter Shepard traversing through the game of Jumanji. There are air effects uh, when the monkeys whip their tails at the guests, so you like feel you know, like it's tough to be a bug, how like when you get stung by the bee, it like gets you in the back and all this kind of stuff. Um, so it's got that, uh, tell their guests when the crocodiles try to chomp at Peter and when the pod tries to eat Peter, it's like the, the alien in the beginning, the pod comes out, you know, like this thing, like the extraterrestrial or like stitch when it pops out of the glass, that's like the pod popping out as if it's getting ready to, um, wrap its vines around Peter, which are, which is the POV of the guest. So you feel like the, the wind, you know, whipping at your back and at your sides, um, and affect like the bee sting and it's tough to be a bug. Like I said, uh, it's a 40 experience. So it's a 40 experience, you know, a little show. And similar to the alien or stitch in the aforementioned rides, the pod and all of its little shop glory busts out of the center of the theater, appearing as if it's heading straight to devour Peter, the guest. As guests traverse through the darkness, there is a much more sensory experience by hearing and feeling sensations and sounds. The beating drums get louder and softer throughout, and eventually hear Alan say, harvest time. The feel and sounds of the vines start to dissipate, lights flash, and everything goes dark and silent for a brief moment. Then you hear Peter say, and I wrote, I know it's not the same quote at the same time, but you hear Peter say, I thought I could end the game myself. I was only 10 spaces away and everything re goes back to normal. It's extraterrestrial alien encounter, but from the POV of Peter and the pod. I have one of these headaches that I only get when you pitch things. So, it's, it, a, <laughs> so it's a theater in the round. Yeah, they exactly. Strapped into. You know, like, theater express you know like alien encounter or um stitch they give you like the heart they put you in the harness because or apparently the despicable me uh yeah. attraction um it's and not... i think that that's not necessarily a guest safety issue it's literally just stay in your seats because stuff is moving yeah right but and you it's... also said the floor drops out did i say that oh yeah. yes you did yeah yeah okay okay so the, the floor so so the so the floor the floor well traversing darkness because it's you know the the lights go out do you know what traversing means? Are, are we? It's it's like a metaphorical this... traverse. You're not moving anywhere. It's a metaphorical traverse. Um, so but, we're like, not because the lights are out. You're going through the darkness. It's a metaphorical you're... traverse. Because <laughs> um, I was I was visualizing something almost like a Soren type of thing at one point when you were describing it. Right. Which which is logically that's why I, that's why I asked it. at the beginning. He said it's theater in the round. It's right. like it's exactly like uh, Alien Encounter or Stitch's Great Escape. It's both rides yeah. don't exist anymore. But it's well, Stitch a, it still exists. They just aren't. They just well, mm, it's debatable. This is um, the hill you want to die on. But well, I've got another pitch, so we're not there yet. Um, no, no, but, we're not uh, done with this. We're not one. done with but, this. But but 
the the floor dropping is is the effect i don't know if you ever did twist or write it out uh but like at the very end the floor like drops uh but it's just like a it's just like a movement so it's like you feel the floor it's like a false so you're, floor that so like, you're putting um, the terminator two, three. sorry go ahead terminator 2 3d yeah at universal mm-hmm. the seats would come up a total of i think it was five inches mm-hmm. and then it would drop those five inches at the end um, to give you that light. Right, which is which yeah, is a great way of describing the effect and actually pulling it off. What he was talking about was the floor dropping out. <laughs> That's the same idea. That's what I no, mean. No, no, sir. No, it is not. <laughs> That's what I mean. You 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 it's, will be it's... judged on what you actually said, not what you meant. <laughs> exactly. But in my There's mind, a difference it's, between <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of matters. kids showing up to a dark room you sit them down and you go, no, 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 it's not a dark room a to start with. Metaphorically. It's no, 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 it's metaphorically traversing, but there are screens and projections where you get the, it's, I, I put like they VR glasses, but it's, it's more of like actually... 4D, it's a 4D experience. Okay. It's like extraterrestrial alien encounter with Jumanji, but upgraded to have like some screens and projections and stuff. I'm just confused at the, how you're having the perspective of Peter when you're a theater in the round, so you're staring across at other people in the audience. No, no, no. Everyone's got 3D glasses on. Do you think 3D glasses just make the people on the other side disappear? It it's the dark point, enough. Yeah, the, yeah, that's when it gets dark, and there's a sense where you, you get immersed into the world of Peter. But then you're lit up by the screens that you added. No, the screens are, you know, like there's like projections here and there. Screens aren't dark. Do you know? <laughs> you know okay, screen, it's you know they give off lights. You know how projection works. But, projection but the screens, the screens aren't the whole time. The screens aren't the whole time. The screens are like at the beginning to give you the feel. It just incorporates animatronics. Oh, and then they turn off. Screen. So then, where, where, how right. are you seeing this alligator? Don't forget, we have a giant pot. Projections. In the, center of the room. Yeah, the giant pot. Correct. That's how Alien Encounter and Stitch are. What's What's amazing to me is the thing I have the least difficulty with is the fact that you've turned it into. A giant pod ride. It's not a ride. It's an attraction. Oh, no. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I don't understand this mess at all. Let's, let's, let's jump to your third. Uh, are you sure? No. Let's, 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 hear, let's hear the third um, uh, concept. So in my third uh, most creative idea of the day, um, we have the Jumanzu Discovery Encounter. Uh, and this is, as it is sounds, it is a zoo, um, but it's similar to the Triceratops encounter that used to be at Universal in Orlando, where you could like pet life dinosaurs. Um, the one that they were like animatronics. Yeah, but it's on, you know, but it's for kids because we have to think about the fact that this is a, a family. It would be a family theme park, and we have to have something that kids can traverse through. Physically, not metaphorically, but actually like traipse through the, the zoo. Traipse through the zoo. Um, I think traipse is a good word. I like that word. So in this walkthrough attraction. It's better than traverse. It's better than traverse. Thank you. Traipse. Uh, we can tiptoe through the tulips with your kids and uh, the animals in the zoo. Um, anyway, in this walkthrough attraction, similar. I was trying to think of words where you could walk through something. And then I just thought of tiptoe through the tulips. Now seems There's like no tulips. Time. 
Um, in this walkthrough attraction, similar to Triceratops Encounter, guests enter an outdoor discovery trail with board game pieces, riddles, and dices throughout the trail that guests can interact with as they pass by animatronics of different animals from the Jumanji series, like an elephant, an ostrich, monkeys, etc. All the all the good stuff. Uh, when you roll certain numbers on the dice, it triggers certain sound effects, like the main Jumanji stampede sound, monkeys making their monkey noises, etc. During all the going trek, off at the same time. Well, it's it's a different checkpoint. So like you like, you know, if you're at the beginning, you can roll the dice and it's like, oh, I rolled a six and then you hear sounds or whatever. And then you go through and then when you get to like an elephant animatronic, it's like um, it's like, you know, like Harry Potter ones. But there's they're just like dice that you can roll are, next to it. And it like it, it's it's an automatic interaction with this elephant. Are there are there are there like guides next to each little thing? Dice rolling area. Uh, it, it works the same way as Harry Potter. So it's like it's like there's like pictures of like how things work. Um, that so there's like no, like so people no like people like guides like people workers like actual next, people guides next to these dice rolling areas. Uh no. Okay, because see the thing with Harry Potter is you have a magic wand, and you do it like this. Yes, correct. But with correct. dice, you let go of them, which means that they are free, which means that anybody. Or, or is everybody so, just bringing their own dice? So I think of it as like a boggle, as like boggle dice, where you push the button and the oh, dice. Oh, like the popmatic bubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at each at each location, wait, you can wait, push the dice. Like trouble, the game trouble. Like trouble, trouble yeah. Boggle yeah. dice yeah. are the ones that have letters a, on them. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, got, I, I you got the visual. I you're correct in the popping the mechanics. Wrong dice. Because it makes me think of like when I was a kid in the when playground. You go up to the, uh, when you go up to the displays, you'll you'll select a bunch of boggle dice and you'll throw <laughs> them into a cup. And there's no one there to tell you to stop. Uh, but you're just throwing these dice. Everyone's touching them. They're they're communal dice. Uh, and then you walk through, and the sound bleed is like a rainforest cafe, but at the same time. So it works like a zoo where you go to an exhibit and there's like, here's what the zoo is about. But instead of saying, here's what the zoo is about, there's like a little thing about it, but you can push the dice to like, hear the elephant or like, you know, do whatever, interact with all these. But you can like, it's like a, you know, animatronic that you can like pet. So it's a petting zoo without actual animals. You want to let people touch the animatronic? You know, like they didn't try Ceratops. But you don't uh, want guides. No, there's you no guides. Let them go crazy with the animatronics. Well, they're behind like cages. You're just visiting them. Not all of them are pettable. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's like it ends That's with like a. Yeah. What? So which ones are pettable? You know, whichever ones the they want. When no, they build no, this, which ones are pettable? You said some are in cages and it's some are. Right. I, I really, honestly, it's like it's like it's like a trail, like a nature trail, like you know, conservation station and Triceratops encounter. If they. Uh, combined it's like that but and had a jumanji themed baby <laughs> yes correct but they're like at the at the very end you know you can pet the elephant i the feel like you're, elephant. you're a 90s disney executive green lighting projects left and right just like <laughs> i don't know we're gonna we're gonna make it it'll be it'll be a toot squad but it'll be a circus um, but too many ideas in my head. Um, but it's 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 what uh, Triceratops Encounter is, but with a Jumanji theme and the the troubled button dice concept. Oh. All right. So Bradley, you've heard a lot out of us. We've taken uh -huh. up a lot of your time with some some brilliant ideas and, and some, some ideas and some ideas. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to review from the top down what you've heard today, and then you're going to be awarding categories. Sound good? Sounds. Good, yes. All right, Brad, start us off. 
Uh, my three attractions were uh, Race to the Temple, my River Rapids uh, ride. My second attraction was uh, Being Hunted, the trackless dark ride. And then the third attraction was the Parish House itself with interactive uh, exhibits. Okay. Excellent. I pitched uh, I pitched the Parish House roller coaster ride. I pitched the dark ride set around the Jumanji cartoon. And I pitched the arcade slash midway. And I pitched the uh, dark ride roller coaster hybrid Jumanji a jungle adventure, the only theater in the round Jumanji saving Peter and the only uh, discovery encounter today, the Jumanzu discovery encounter. Thank you. Okay. Now I don't envy you this time around for having to make these decisions. And let me preface this with, we'll all be friends after this, so no, no one will take it too hard. But let's jump in with our first category of creative. Bradley, what is getting the bronze for creative today? I liked both of the house AR, uh, the, the AR attractions, but I think the um, arcade one is going to take my bronze. I think that that's where the, um, I think there's a lot of potential in it. I think it could be uh, a lot of fun. And, I mean, it almost feels like it could be an escape room type of experience, yeah. which is really popular right now. So I think as an add-on, uh, it could be a really cool thing. I you agree with how to How to fit that into a house. Um, I, I do have to say that some sort of theater ride, Spencer, uh, very creative. I, I, your pitch is creative and it's getting the silver for uh yes. for that um uh and i think the uh the water ride is actually going to take my gold that Good. one sounded the most interesting like that's the one i haven't heard of a concept like that it's a good ride done for a movie before so that takes my gold for creativity that takes care of creativity so that's a point to each of us mm -hmm. uh we're now moving on to practicality my favorite category. And you can say pass. <laughs> you can give it to yeah. none of us. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, um, Spencer, uh, you, you're probably not going to be recognized for practicality. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. I still have other chances. <laughs> um, I think the bronze for practicality would be Oliver's Jumanji uh, coaster. I think it's um, it's got the most logical progression as far as queue line into attraction, and I feel like the uh, secondary show building, it, it's all conceptually very workable, mm -hmm. um, and with the fewest technical snags. Yeah. The other one, I think, um, uh, Water Ride is going to take silver for that one because Water Ride's it, cleaning it, up. It is conceptually uh, the thing. Um, that I think has been the most similar thing has been done to it. Most of those technical issues are not necessarily off the rack solutions, but I think stuff that people have worked Solved out already. the bugs for you yeah. on. Um, and then, um, so that just leaves the gold medal there. Mm -hmm. um, and that is... Shrek 40. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is not going to be the... Uh, minion ride and the Spencer. The Jumanji. I mean, that building already exists. You just slap a couple of layovers no. on it. 
No, it doesn't mm-hmm. exist. That thing doesn't exist. It does. <laughs> it still stands. The the attraction that you were discussing in no way exists anywhere <laughs> or ever in history. Exist. I think it's a clever concept. Pieces of it, maybe, but no. I think Oliver's Jumanji coaster is going to take that gold. Cool, cool. And then um, for overall, my guest, uh, my guest choice here. Mm-hmm. I actually love uh, thematically the idea of Jumanji Jumanji Zoo. <laughs> um, within the area you know, around the house, having the stampede visible more as a photo op than an interaction, but I love it conceptually. So okay. I'm going to get some recognition there. Cause I think that can really cement the theming, having a tree full of monkeys that triggers when people walk by or, you know, whatever the idea of having animatronics and sound effects within the space to make it feel thematically tight. I like that. So Spencer, there's, there's a point for you. Overall, I'm going to give um, my other two points, both silver and gold, um, to Brad for just general. Uh, I think I'm looking at all of them overarching as a concept, and I think that that Jumanji area, that the idea felt the most, uh, the most interesting to me. That would be the Jumanji attractions I would probably be most likely well, to watch. Thank wow, you. Brad swept this week. Look at him go. Bradley, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for being here. Before we leave you here, uh, do you have anything you want to plug or anything you want to talk about? Well, um, I am streaming on Twitch now. Nice. That's a major thing that I've been doing. So uh, the channel is Mr. MR Bradley Pierce. Um, feel free to drop in, hang out. Um, I play video games. I run quizzes. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, other than that, everything that I do, if I'm announcing anything or whatever, is on social media. It's at Mr. Bradley Pierce across the board. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. Yeah, MySpace too. LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Oh, LinkedIn, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't use it for much, but it Can't exists. You serve. Yeah, my old Hotmail. Yeah, 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 yeah. AOL Live Journal. Zynga. No, Friendster. not Zynga. Yeah, Friendster. Zynga. Yeah, well, yeah. Bradley, thank you so much for being here. On behalf of all, all of us here at Theoretical Thrills, that's our episode. I've been Oliver. I'm Brad. And I'm Spencer. And that's Bradley. Have a great one. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Did you enjoy the episode you just watched? Feel free to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have an interpretation of an idea based on the theme of the week, feel free to tag us on social media with hashtag Theoretical Thrills, and we may feature your ride at attraction on the show. Theoretical Thrills. The theory of the thrill. Oh, oh.